0: Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord God, February 19th. We thank you for the reading of your word, Lord God. And we thank you for blessing us, Lord God, with constructive imaginations, Lord God, that may honor you, Lord God, that we may think, whatever is lovely, whatever is kind, whatever is the good report, that we may think on these things, Lord, and manifest. Lord, we ask you to manifest yourself in the wonderful water, in the blood of Jesus, in the scriptures, manifest yourself and talk to us, Lord. We thank you for today's reading. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, amen. amen. All right, now, Leviticus chapter 7, 28 to 9, verse 6. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you present a peace offering to the Lord, bring part of it as a gift to the Lord. Present it to the Lord with your own hands as a special gift to the Lord. Bring the fat of the animals together with the breast and lift up the breast as a special offering to the Lord. Then the priest will burn the fat on the altar, but the breast will belong to Aaron and his descendants. Give the right thigh for, of your peace offering to the priest as a gift. The right thigh must always be given to the priest who offers the blood and the fat of the peace offering. For I have reserved the breast of the special offering to the right thigh and the right thigh of the sacred offering to the priest. It is the permanent right of Aaron and his descendants to share in the peace offering brought by the people of Israel. This is their rightful share, the special gift presented to the Lord have been reserved for Aaron and his descendants from the time they were set apart to serve the Lord as priests. On the day they were anointed, the Lord commanded the Israelites to give these portions to the priests as their permanent share for generation to generation. These are the instructions for the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering, as well as the ordination offering and the peace offering. The Lord gave these instructions to Moses on Mount Sinai when he commanded the Israelites to present their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. Then the Lord said to Moses, Bring Aaron and his sons along with their sacred garments and anointing oil, the bull for the sin's offering, the two rams, and the basket of bread made without yeast, and call the entire community of Israel together at the entrance of the tabernacle. So Moses followed the Lord's instructions, and the whole community assembled at the tabernacle entrance. Moses announced to them, This is what the Lord has commanded us to do. Then he presented Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. He put the official tunic on Aaron and tied the sash around his waist, he dressed him in the robe, placed the ephod on him, and attached the ephod securely with this decorative sash. Then Moses placed the chest piece of Aaron, on Aaron and put the urim uh, and the tumim inside it. He placed the turban on Aaron's head and attached the gold medallion, the badges of holiness, to the front of the turban, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and everything in it, making them holy. He sprinkled the oil on the altar seven times, anointing it and all his utensils, as well as the wash basins and his stand, making them holy. Then he poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head, anointing him and making him holy for his work. Next, Moses presented Aaron's sons. He clothed them in their tunics tied their sashes around them, and put their special head coverings on them, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses presented the bull for the sin offering. Aaron and his son laid their hands on the bull's head, and Moses slaughtered it. Moses took some of the blood, and with his finger he put it on the four horns of the altar to purify it. He poured out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Through this process he made the altar holy by purifying it. Then Moses took all the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys and the fat around them, and he burned it all on the altar. He took the rest of the bull, including its hide, meat, dung, and burned it on a fire outside the camp, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses presented the ram for the burnt offering. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the ram's head, and Moses slaughtered it. Then Moses took the ram's blood and splattered it against all sides of the altar. Then he cut the ram into pieces, and he burned the head, some of his pieces, and the fat on the altar. After washing the eternal organs and the legs with water, Moses burnt the entire ram on the altar as a burnt offering. It was a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. Then Moses presented the other ram, which was the ram of ordination. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the ram's head, and Moses slaughtered it. Then Moses took some of its blood and applied it to the lobe of Aaron's right ear, the thumb of his right hand, and the big toe of his right foot. Next, Moses presented Aaron's son and applied some of the blood to the loaves of their right ears, the thumbs of their right hands, and the big toes of their right feet. He then splattered the rest of the blood against all sides of the altar. Next, Moses took the fat, including the fat of the broad tail, the fat around the eternal organs, the long lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys and the fat around them, along with the right thigh. On top of these he placed a thin cake of bread made without yeast, a cake bread mixed with olive oil, and a wafer spread with olive oil. All these were taken from the basket of bread made without yeast that was placed in the Lord's presence. He put all these in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and he lifted them up as a special offering to the Lord. Moses then took all the offerings back from them, and burned them on the altar on top of the burnt offerings this was the ordination offering it was a pleasing aroma a special gift presented to the lord then moses took the breast and lifted it up as a special offering to the lord this was moses portion of the ram of ordination just as the lord had commanded him Next, Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood that was on the altar and he sprinkled them on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and their garments. In this way he made Aaron and his sons and their garments holy. Then Moses said to Aaron and his sons, Boil the remaining meat of the offering at the tabernacle entrance and eat it there along with the bread that is in the basket of offering for the or nation, just as I commanded when I said, Aaron and his sons will eat it. Any meat or bread that is left over must be then burned, be burned up. You must not leave the tabernacle entrance for seven days, for that is when the ordination ceremony will be completed. Everything we have done today was commanded by the Lord in order to purify you, making you right with Him. Now stay at the entrance of the tabernacle day and night for seven days and do everything the Lord requires. If you fail to do this, you will die, for this is what the Lord has commanded. So Aaron and his sons did everything the Lord had commanded through Moses. After the ornation ceremony and the eighth day, Moses called together Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel, and he said to Aaron, Take a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering, both without defects, and present them to the Lord. Then tell the Israelites take a male goat for a sin offering, and take a calf and a lamb, both a year old and without defects, for a burning offering. Also take a bull and a ram for peace offering, and flour moistened with olive oil for a grain offering. Present all these offerings to the Lord, because the Lord will appear to you today. So the people presented all these things at the entrance of the tabernacle just as Moses had commanded. Then the whole community came forward and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded you to do so that the glory of the Lord may appear to you. Amen. Amen. Wow. Uh, yeah. Mark Mark
1: chapter 3, 31 to 425. It says that... Um, Then Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him. They stood outside and sent word for him to come out and talk with them. There was a crowd sitting around Jesus, and someone said, Your mother and your brothers are outside asking for you. Jesus replied, Who's my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he looked at those around him and said, Look, these are my mother and brothers. Anyone who does God's will, uh, God's will, is my brother and sister and mother. Once again, Jesus began teaching by the lake shore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat in the boat where all the people remained on the shore. He taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables such as this one. Yeah, the farmer liked it. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he sk- scattered it across the field, some of the seed fell on a footpath. And the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on the shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon withered under the hot sun. And since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they sprouted and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was thirty, sixty, and even a hundredfold times much as he had been planted. Amen. And as much as had been planted. Then he said, Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand later when jesus was alone with the 12 disciples and with the others who were gathered around they asked him what the par- parables meant he replied you were permitted understand the secret of the kingdom of God but I use parables for everything I say to outsiders so that the scriptures might be fulfilled when they see what I do they will learn nothing when they hear what I say they will not understand otherwise they will turn to me and be forgiven Then Jesus said to to them, If you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? The farmer plants the seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message, only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They, fail, they fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth and the desire for other things, so no fruit is produced, and the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times, times as much as it had been planted. Then Jesus asked them, Would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed? Of course not. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine. For everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open and every secret will be brought to light. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand." Then he added, Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given. But for those who are not listening, even, what little, even when, when, what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Oh, wow. Okay, Psalm 37, verses 12 to 29. The wicked plot against the godly. They snarl at them in defiance. But the Lord just laughs. For he sees their day of judgment coming. The wicked draw their swords and string their bows, to kill the poor and the oppressed, to slaughter those who do right. But their swords will stab their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. It's better to be godly and have little than to be evil and rich, for the strength of the wicked will be shattered. But the Lord takes care of the godly. Day by day the Lord takes care of the innocent. And they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine they will have more than enough. Amen. Thank you Lord. But the wicked will die. The Lord's enemies are like flowers in a field. They will appear like smoke. The wicked borrow and never repay, but the godly are generous givers. Those the Lord blesses will possess the land, but those he curses will die. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Once I was young, and now I am old, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned, or their children begging for bread. The godly always give generous loans to others, and their children are a blessing. Turn from evil and do good, and you will live in the land forever. For the Lord loves justice, and he will never abandon the godly. Amen, Lord. Thank you. You love justice. He will keep them safe forever, but the children of the wicked will die. The godly will possess the land and live there forever. And In Proverbs 10:5, it says, A wise youth harvests in the summer, but the one who sleeps during the harvest is a disgrace. Amen.
0: Amen and amen and amen. Yeah. Beautiful, huh? Yeah. That's incredible. On the sign the thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. Yeah. Mm, amen. And how we hear, huh? Mm-hmm. Is how that how, we, we, how hear, we hear? Yeah,
1: how we hear and how we understand. Uh, but actually, it's the word of God. It it says that. Um, let's see.
0: Yeah, it is the word of God. It's how we hear the and other things too. You know and understand. How much faith we have in what we hear, how much work we put into it, what depths we hear. Yeah. And Jesus said, "Who?" And then I like that. Would anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket, under a bed? Of course not. Okay. A lamp is placed on a stand where its light will shine for everything that is hidden will eventually be brought in the open, and everything secret will be brought to light anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand I
1: wonder what that means
0: <clears throat> then, add, then he added pay close attention to what you hear the closer you listen the more your understanding would, will be given and you will receive even more those who listen to my teaching more understanding will be given but those who are not listening even what little they understand will be taken away from them that was uh, four twenty four and twenty five. Huh? Yeah,
1: you know where it talks about the um, it, the God's word produces a harvest of thirty, sixty, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Mhm. But it says here, those who hear, and accept God's word. You gotta accept God's word that it's the truth, and um.
0: Then you qualify.
1: Yeah. You produce. You can produce this harvest uh, of the word of God, and what you, what, because it says up here, the farmer plants the seed by taking God's word to others. Mhm. Um. So, but, and I like the way Jesus said, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? Okay, this is very important. This is the farmer plant seed by taking God's word to others. And then it represents the four types of people. The good soil, one that falls on the thorns, one that falls by the wayside, and one that that falls but doesn't have deep roots. Um, This is
0: uh, the Amplified Bible on 24 and 25. Then he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear by your own standard of measurement. Uh That is, not brackets, that is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply Uh godly wisdom. It will be measured to you. Then brackets again, and you will be given even greater ability to respond. The more will be given to you besides for whoever has a teachable heart to him more understanding will be given and whoever does not have a yearning for truth even what he what he has will be taken away from him that's on that 224 what other verse you want me to read to you in the amplifier
1: mm, the one about the hidden
0: <clears throat> give me a number
1: 421
0: um, 421 421 was just there Okay, 20, and the the one to whom the seed was sown on the good soil, and they hear the word of God. No, no, 21. Here it goes, regarding the way of salvation, accepted and bear fruit, 30, 60, 100, Okay, 21, he said to them, A lamp is not brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed. It is, is it? It is not brought in to be put in a lampstand, for nothing is hidden except to be revealed. Nor has anything been kept secret, but that it would become to light. If you probably see, there's a pretty little asterisk, and that's in the Old Testament somewhere. Can you see uh, those little numbers over here? Uh, Yeah, but um, Isaiah 6, 9 for 412. What number
1: is it? 21 again? 422 is really what I wanted. Okay. About for everything that's hidden will eventually be let brought.
0: Me, into let you. me go. Um, let me see what the good news says. For you. the good news says, whatever is hidden away will be brought out of the open, and whatever's covered up will be uncovered. Listen then, if you have ears. Uh, I think I've seen this in the Old Testament.
1: Mhm. But uh, Is that is that Revelation, or I mean for everything that is hidden will eventually be brought into the open and every secret will be brought to light.
0: I think it's... Um, uh, I think it has to do with the Word of God. Okay, 21 and 22 are together on the uh, uh, message. that Jesus went on, does anyone bring a lamp home and put it under a wash tub or beneath the bed? Don't you put it up on the table on the mantel. We're not keeping secrets. We're telling them. We're not hiding things. We're bringing them out into the open. Are you listening to this? Really listening? Listen carefully to what I'm saying and be wary of the shrewd advice that tells you how to get ahead in the world on your own. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. Stinginess and poverty. Did I say anything? How about the easy to read version? Maybe. Okay, easy to read version says, 21. Then Jesus said to them, You don't take a lamp and hide it under a bowl or in a bed, do you? Of course not. You put it in a lamp. Everything that is hidden will be made clear. Okay, there you go. Everything that is hidden will be made clear. The scripture Every secret thing, scripture, and mystery will be made known. Revelation. See, Jesus came with truth and mm-hmm. grace and truth. You people will hear hear me. Listen, think carefully, He goes, Cause for what you are hearing, think about it. God will know how much to give you by how much you understand now. But He will give you more than you deserve. The people who have some understanding will receive more but those who do not have much will lose even the small amount they have. So it's talking about revelation scripture of uh, everything that's hidden obscured. Like, you know, scriptures that were obscured, everything's going to be plain now. Because Jesus has made everything plain.
1: Amen.
0: You know, the Messiah has come. And now...
1: Yeah, I like the way he told the apostles that, you know, when they asked him about these parables, he said, you're permitted to understand the secret of the kingdom of God. But I use parables for everything I say to... But I use parables for everything I say to outsiders so that the scriptures may be fulfilled. You know?
0: I always thought that scripture meant that they're. To, to protect the outsiders Because they're going to hear the word of God They're not going to respond to it So they, God doesn't want to judge them His mercy wants to give them another chance You know mm-hmm. they're protected From the strength of the Judgment of the word mm-hmm. So maybe later on they'll hear it again They'll it catch But it doesn't, it doesn't mean that and What does it mean?
1: But you know it says here When they see what I do They will learn nothing Mm-hmm. When they hear what I say, they will not understand. Mm-hmm. And then this is a part I put a question mark on. Otherwise, they will turn to me and be forgiven.
0: Exactly. Now, you you would think that you would want them forgiven, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What number is that? Four what?
1: Four
0: twelve. You know, that one always baffled me, too. But usually it's in the wording. Mm-hmm. I do this so that they will look and look but never really see. They will listen and listen but never understand. If they saw and understood, they might change and be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Okay? It doesn't really say about blocking them out. Mm-hmm. I was saying if they were able to see, it says, I do this, they will look and look but never really see. They will listen and listen, but never understand. And then it says, if they were able to see it in the last verse, they understand they might change. It's a a translation problem right there. They would see it different. Only you can know the secret truth about God's kingdom, because Jesus explained them. But to those other people, it just says other people, I will tell everything by using stories. I do this so that they will look and look but never really see. They will listen and listen but never understand. That's the easy to read version. Pretty good, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: And the good news says, when You have been given the secret of the kingdom of God, Jesus answered, but the others who are on the outside hear all things by means of parables. So they may look and see and and they may listen and not understand. For if they did, they would turn to God and He will forgive them. Yeah, the easy to read version. Ace did,
1: huh? Mm -hmm.
0: Right here it says, the Amplified said, those who have teachable hearts. But those who are outside, unbelievers, the spiritually blind, unbelievers, spiritually get everything in parables, so they will continue to look, but not see, and they will continually hear, but not understand, otherwise they might turn from their rejection of the truth and be forgiven. Rejection of the truth.
1: Hey, what do we have to take? Oh, that's good.